0: Now, Fight Back with Libby's Nimer on Zoomer Radio makes your protection a priority as we explore insurance programs for CARP members with our trusted contributors from the McLennan Group Insurance, Inc. My
1: Welcome back. Okay, we are switching gears now, and uh, we're going to talk about something that many of us don't like to think about, let alone plan for, and it's what happens if we develop a chronic illness or a disability and we suddenly find ourselves needing a lot of extra care. These are the kinds of things that the government does not cover. And most people, of course, want to stay at home as long as possible, but it can be financially prohibitive. I'm here with Cynthia Schindler to talk about long-term care insurance. What is it? How do you qualify? What exactly does it cover? We're going to be opening the phone lines because I'm sure people have a lot of questions about it. The numbers to call 416-360-0740, toll-free 866 740 740 And Cynthia, welcome. Thanks for joining us.
2: Thank you very much for having me, Libby. Okay, so
1: uh, let's start from the beginning what does this insurance cover and who qualifies?
2: Well, long-term care insurance is unfortunately something that many Canadians do not have a lot of information about and only become painfully aware once they realize there's a problem. In fact, it's perhaps one of the least understood and most underutilized financial products from both an insurance advisor's point of view and an investment po- advisor's point of view. What it does is it allows people to shift the potential financial consequences of care, either at our home or in a government or private facility of their choosing, allowing the family to um, relax and and and. Uh, and, and deal with the situation. And okay, so,
1: I'm going to stop you and ask a question. So it's you can use it for home care? Correct. And can you use it uh, to pay for being
2: in a nursing home, long-term care home? Absolutely. There are a number of different products that are available to people, Um, Naturally, long-term care insurance is the logical solution to deal with either of those situations, be it home care or facility care, but the types of products that render those benefits can be very different in terms of how they're designed or how they're acquired. Okay. Uh, Now, uh, the
1: case with most insurance is that uh, the time to get it is when you don't need it.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's where we have to do a much better job in our society of educating people about what's actually available to them. Many um, advisors are intimidated to speak about this issue because they feel it's not very sexy and they're worried about turning their clients off. But at the end of the day... Or just their clients would think it's too expensive. They may, but there are a number of different solutions that are now available to Canadians that accommodate all kinds of different needs and different budgets. Okay,
1: Uh, so uh, first of all, let's start with uh, now, do you have to be a certain age to be able to buy this?
2: You do. In, in Canada, products are available from age 18 to 80.999. Clearly, as we get older, it gets more costly. And quite frankly, the people that are much more interested in taking care of this consideration as a means of preserving their assets are people that are age 50 and up, maybe some of the people that are caught in the sandwich generation and are also um, planning for their care going forward, understanding that it's a very efficient way with which to preserve their assets. Okay.
1: Uh but there's no age limit, there's no hard limit in at at the age at which you can buy this.
2: Age eighteen to eighty.
1: Okay. Eighty so, is the hard limit. Eighty and,
2: is the hard limit. And do you have to take a physical or something like that? Yes. Many of the conventional plans uh, require that a person has to complete a fairly detailed application along with perhaps a, an interview with respect to um, ask, being asked questions about their lifestyle, their memory capability, and so on. It also involves um, your doctor's clinical notes. Many people do not know what's been written about them in their clinical notes. And at the end of the day... The what do you should, mean, your
1: entire file? Or wh- Usually what's
2: up to five years of medical records, depending upon what an underwriter might... Uh, uh, want to have more information on in terms of the situation he or she may be assessing. Okay.
1: Um, and uh, how is it different? Uh, last week, we were talking about uh, critical illness insurance. So you th- that one you can't buy after the age of 65, and you can collect it if you have a life-threatening illness. So this one, I'm, Im- imagining that the medical parameters would be
2: They are. are They're very different. Critical illness insurance, you're correct, pays out a lump sum 30 days following someone's survival of a significant illness. Some critical illness policies even have a long-term care provision in it. But that's a very dangerous kind of policy in the sense that if you use your critical illness benefit first, there's nothing left for our long-term care. And we are an aging society. We need to plan for our future health care. Now, long-term care insurance provides um, different kinds of benefits. There can be monthly or weekly benefits. There can be lump sums of money that are available for people to draw against when the time comes that they perhaps want to um, have the best possible care of their choosing in their own home.
1: And what kind of a condition do you have to uh, be diagnosed with to be able to collect it?
2: Good question. There's actually not a, diagnose, a diagnosis that triggers the benefit. It's, it's when we are deemed to physically or mentally require the assistance of another, that's what triggers the benefits of a long term care policy. Very specifically, from a physical perspective, people will be unable or unable to perform at least two activities of daily living, and that might be ability to transfer oneself, bathe, dress themselves, toilet with good hygiene, loss of incontinence, bowel or bladder, or the loss of ability to feed themselves. Generally, it starts uh, with the loss of motor skill and then transcends onto bathing issues and dressing issues. So that's where it really starts, and it starts but at home. What about if you can't cook for yourself, say? Exactly. So if you can't cook for yourself, uh, it would depend why that is. Is it because you're not able to transfer safely? So what we transfer
1: means get up out of bed.
2: Yeah, get up out of bed or a chair and move from a sitting or a standing position to a point where you can actually cross uh, across the room. Okay, Uh,
1: and and so the physical uh, to get it would would look more at um, your mobility as opposed to whether you've had a critical illness like a heart condition or something like that.
2: Right, right. Certainly those issues that have affected people's mobility and could put them at a higher propensity toward claim are going to be those very issues that our underwriters are going to look very carefully at. And what we've learned over the course of time is that while this kind of long-term care insurance is a logical solution to people's financial well-being going forward and their health care going forward, it's It's problematic because fifty percent of the people who apply for this kind of coverage are declined
1: okay, so you have to apply for it before you start having problems. but say somebody had a heart attack uh, but they're they've recovered from their heart attack,
2: they are mobile they're fit, they exercise would they qualify? It depends. As long as they've satisfied a stability period that meets uh, in keeping with the insurance company's underwriting guidelines, absolutely. But also there are simplified plans, not simplified because they're not good plans, but simplified because they're easy to acquire, affordable, and easy to understand that are available to the majority of Canadians.
1: Okay. If you've had cancer, will you qualify? Yes, you can. And what, what do you mean by a simplified plan?
2: Well, Compared to the traditional plans where, as as we discussed, there's a tremendous amount of underwriting that goes into uh, the process uh, to determine if somebody is ultimately going to get a policy, the simplified plans are um, if, if you are able to address the health declaration in a genuinely favourably positive manner, you will be immediately awarded a guaranteed I, policy. I,
1: you have, okay. When we come back from a break, we're, we're going to explain that um, and answer a lot more questions about uh, long-term care insurance. Uh, this is insurance that will cover home care. I mean, if something happens, you need home care. There is a little bit provided by the government, Um, CCAC, uh, it was supposed to be abolished and and, uh, replaced by another level of administration. But the fact of the matter is that uh, the the maximum is seven hours a week, or is it 14? 14. 14, sorry. 14 hours a week. Uh, Most people don't qualify for that much. The fact of the matter is that uh, you are likely to need more than you get, and Once you start paying for this on your own, it's expensive for a personal support worker. It's something on the order of 25 bucks an
2: hour. That's correct. And there's there's variability. From an agency, yes, you could expect to perhaps pay $25 per hour. But then again, it's negotiable if you go into the private market, because that's also uh, the flexibility that people have when they have a policy.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to 1. Fight Back with Libby Zneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome
1: back. I am with Cynthia Schindler, and we're talking about long-term care insurance. And I'm curious, I'd like to know from our listeners, have you ever needed home care for yourself or for a loved one? Uh, Did you get it through the government? Did you get as much as you need, or uh, were you trying to make things work without enough care for you or for a parent or a spouse uh, who was incapacitated? Uh, if you had to pay for it yourself, what did you find about the cost of it? Um, all these questions. And and what about going into a, a nursing home? That's very expensive, uh, so, I'd like to hear from our listeners uh, whether what their experiences have been with this. The numbers to call 416 360 0740, toll free 1 866 740 4740. And I'm here with Cynthia Schindler. And, Cynthia,
2: how much can this type of insurance cost? It depends on the age that you are that you purchase it and the amount of benefit that you wish to acquire. For instance, if you purchase a conventional plan and you you purchase a weekly or a monthly benefit, the cost is going to be determined on how much it is that you apply for, how soon you need it, and for how long you'd like it to be payable.
1: Um, Okay. I have have more questions. Uh, How do you know how soon you're going to need it?
2: The time when you need to acquire it is when you don't need it. Right, so you're not going to know if and when you do need it. Correct. People should be taking this into consideration in their early 50s to mid-50s as that's a great time with which the other expenses associated with securing one's family's finances, disability insurance, critical illness insurance, mortgages, children going to school, these things have been taken care of at that point. Now going forward, it's important to protect your health care and your assets associated with that.
1: I, I, I actually think that's a little bit optimistic. We've seen numbers where Zoomers, people over 65, still have mortgages. A lot of them uh, still are paying for their kids. You have a lot of kids at home, adult children, who are taking
2: a little while to get settled. So all these things are happening all at once. I agree with you. Definitely times have changed. People have not saved enough. We are carrying higher debt than we ever have. So I'm very grateful to inform our listeners that there are now products available that are affordable, easy to qualify for, and are available for purchase age 18 to age 80, and they're good for life.
1: Okay, and um, the, uh, what are, so the amount you pay uh, depends on the amount you want to qualify for. So what is the Correct. typical amount?
2: So for example, if we look at a simplified long-term care plan, let's say a person age 65. A male age 65 wants to purchase $50,000 of coverage that they can utilize at their discretion for their home care needs. The monthly premium is less than $55 a month, and that person will receive, will receive a tax receipt. Okay, and how much could they collect? They can actually uh, apply for up to one hundred and fifty thousand of simplified long-term care. And as an example, that same male, age sixty-five, the cost for a hundred thousand of simplified long-term care is around one hundred and forty dollars per month. Okay, which is quite significant if we compare that to a conventional plan, which will cost three or four hundred dollars a month for a two or three thousand dollar a month benefit.
1: Okay, and again, what's the difference between the two?
2: The difference between the two is affordability, the ease with which to qualify, and the flexibility with which to use your benefits. People want to stay in their own home as long as possible.
1: Okay, so what's the difference between uh, the cheaper plan and the more expensive plan?
2: The difference is that the majority of us ninety five percent of us will actually be able to get it, and that's a that's a huge difference that 's one of the reasons advisors are afraid to talk to their clients about it because there is the awareness that fifty percent of the people will not qualify
1: oh okay so oh I see so the 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 cheaper plan, which you said about 140 a month?
2: for uh, That's an example of a cost for a male aged 65. So it has to be maximum. A, a,
1: a male who's in incredible shape.
2: No, actually. Even someone who has actually been declined previously for long-term care insurance can, can apply. There are a certain number of knockout Questions. I mean, obviously, somebody who's afflicted already with Parkinson's or Alzheimer's disease, or has um, insulin-dependent diabetes, these would be knockouts. But the majority of people will still have the opportunity to qualify for this insurance.
1: Okay, I'm I'm am really not clear on the difference between uh, uh, the first scenario you gave me, uh, where it would cost 140 bucks a month, versus the one that's double that.
2: Okay. And the difference really quite simply is they're two completely different plans. So a simplified plan actually works like a virtual bank account where there's up to $150,000 there that's accessible for you to use to pay for those things that you require for your care. Invariably, it's going to pay for, help pay for the cost of somebody to come in and provide the care because that's the biggest issue of what long-term care insurance is all about. If you can't help yourself, somebody has to come and help you. Mm-hmm. And people don't want to be a burden on their families. So, the simplified plan will take care of those home care needs, whereas a conventional plan will provide a monthly income that an insured can use at their discretion to offset the cost of care at home or in in a facility, a government or private facility of their choosing. So, they can use the money at their discretion for those purposes. But those plans are significantly more expensive and very difficult for people to acquire.
1: Okay. Okay. they're more exp- So I, I'm still not clear on why they, they're more expensive if you, the other one, you know, because
2: they're open-ended? Correct. Correct. Exactly. So, so in, in terms of conventional plan where you might be receiving a lifetime benefit to use for your care costs, naturally that, that cost is going to be significantly higher because the benefit is infinite as opposed to finite. Okay. But unfortunately, again... Only 50% of us will be fortunate enough to acquire that. Okay. And,
1: um, you know, um, what do you say to people who just say, "I, I just can't afford that?
2: There will be people in that circumstance. There's no question. And and unfortunately, there's nothing that we can do about that situation. But um, at the very least, for the majority of us, even doing the minimum, even acquiring 50000 of the simplified tax-free long-term care home care protection, it it will go a long way to offsetting um, the erosion of one's assets. Mm-hmm. Fifty thousand, or even one hundred and fifty thousand, if each spouse has one hundred and fifty thousand each, that's three hundred thousand dollars earmarked for health care that they don't have to deplete out of their after-tax savings. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and uh, again, uh, are are people aware of this? Or is, I mean, I think people know that that can be the most significant uh, drain on their savings because you know there have been studies and and people say. People have identified that. You know, if I get
2: sick, that's going to be a big problem. You're right. I mean, there is an awareness, but there's not enough of an awareness. I think many people are in denial. We're constantly bombarded with images of people running hand-in-hand on the beach until the day comes where they can't run on the beach. Secondly, I think there is a misconception that the government... Is going to look after us, and while we have a wonderful health cure environment, when it comes to any kind of extended health care, we have to understand that if we want the care that we deserve and, and, and choice about that care, it is going to cost, and it's either going to cost out of pocket or pennies on a dollar via an insurance policy. Mm-hmm. And- That's the education that we have to be giving to our. citizens. And
1: can you use this money if you need certain kinds of uh, rehab? That's the the other thing that is uh, covered a little bit, but not very much. Physiotherapy, all of that uh, kind of thing, which can also get extremely expensive.
2: Absolutely. There's the flexibility to choose those benefits, especially from a simplified plan. Um, You choose the benefits that you need according to your need at the time. Okay. Um,
1: What else should we know about this type of insurance?
2: What we need to know is, is how to go about planning with whatever you can afford and implementing this into part of your financial planning going forward because the reality is people are living longer. The reality is people are living longer and they will have health considerations as a result. And, and people want to be able to take care of that with dignity and independence. Please don't hesitate to go to carp.ca where uh, the McLennan Group offers uh, a range of wonderful living benefits supported by partners like My Dignity. And we're there to provide unbiased advice and guidance in terms of the different kinds of living benefits that are available uh, to all Canadians, uh-huh. and, um,
1: again, uh huh. And again, do you recommend a, a kind of a package where this is kind of one element in it? Like, can you should you be getting both critical care and long
2: term care? Absolutely. Uh, for the very reason we discussed earlier in that if you have a critical illness policy and you collect on it because you've you've um, been diagnosed with cancer, then it no longer becomes a viable product. The product actually ends and, is, and will not pay out in terms of long-term care insurance. So you, they are really two separate issues. In fact, what most Canadians are doing as they become more knowledgeable about what's available is that they're starting to layer the simplified, tremendous value products first, layering it with the conventional monthly or weekly income kind of long-term care plans to um, help offset the risk in the future. Mm -hmm. And
1: um, do you have any kind of statistics on, on, uh, you know, what percentage of people who apply for this benefit actually end up needing it, anything like that? 75%
2: of people over age 65 are already requiring some kind of care. People age 65 at this point in time, 4 out of 10 can expect to spend some time in a facility, probably 3.5 years out of their life before they pass on. For a married couple, that percentage increases to 67%. But people people don't want to live in a facility. They want to live in their own home and maintain that control and not be a burden to their family. Currently, people age 65 to 74, it's about 8% that are already receiving home care. And that jumps from age 75 to age 84 to 20% and then to a staggering 42%, 85 and up. And uh, I gather you can use this
1: insurance if you have to uh, renovate your house to accommodate your needs, you can use this as
2: well. Absolutely. Absolutely. You can have things done in your home to help you move about more freely and safely. Okay. And, and is there any limit on how much
1: you would spend yeah. on the renovation? Yeah,
2: it, it is dependent upon the amount uh, that's allocated in your policy. For instance, for those people purchasing the maximum of a simplified long-term care plan, $25,000 tax free dollars are available to help people make the necessary renovations to help them stay safely in their home much longer. Okay, Cynthia, uh,
1: we are running out of time. Uh, what would you like to leave us with?
2: I would like anyone who would like more information to phone in and ask Libby and tell her we need more information about this very vital societal issue. And please do not forget to go to carp.ca and look at the living benefits section under uh, the McLennan Group and My Dignity for additional information on these products.
1: Okay, Cynthia Schindler, thank you so much for joining
2: us. Thank you, Libby. Bye-bye.